Welcome to The Wind Down, an afternoon podcast where two techie blokes sit down over a bowl of wine and chat about what's happening in the world of tech. Enjoy while Scott and Nick open up about their week in technology. Well, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon once again and welcome to The Wind Down. My name's Nick and with me I have... Scott. Hello, Scott. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you, Nick. How are you? Very well indeed. Very well indeed. So I must ask, where are we? It's been Freedom Day. What are we drinking? It's been Freedom Day and we're still doing recorded videos from home. That's all right. (laughs) Uh, I have a bottle of uh, Pinot, because I thought I'd do this for a change. Uh, Cold Stream Hills Pinot, which is actually the current uh, 2020 release. It's been a while since I've had Pinot, and I thought, oh, let's try the current release out, and now I've tried it, and I'll go back to something else now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, I have something very nice today. I have a bottle of um, Shield Estate from the Barossa Valley, yes. um, Narrow Road, a limited edition um, Shiraz Cabernet. Oh, it's very it's cool. Look at, it's got a cork. Look at that. It's very oh. rare, but it's, it's very, very nice. Wax around the top <laughs> of the bottle, all sorts of stuff. It's got a screw cap, i tell you what. So this, yeah, this one's Yarra Valley, so this is like north. Northeast, east, northeast of Melbourne, about an hour or so, and a yep. nice little valley there. But Domain Chandon's out there, but we should try. We should do a champagne event one week. We, we, we should, we should, we should go and do the wind down from the wineries at some stage. That sounds like oh, a no, super a idea. To me. <laughs> oh, that's that's a very. We well, should have thought of that before. Okay. Cool. Now, before we start, just to everybody, this is broadcast. We live stream this every Wednesday afternoon. You are watching a live stream. So feel free to drop us a comment or, or give us a like or, or tell something. We tend to respond to comments in, in real time. We actually had a comment already before we started today from a LinkedIn user saying, love this, and, and we do too, which is kind of cool. But today, we're talking about the amazing and enormous global fanfare that was the release of Windows 11. Woo! <laughs> it was okay. funny in the in the academy technology first I chat this morning Trevor and I were talking about you know where's all the pomp and ceremony of software launches now you know it, it, for Windows 95 they bought the front page of every newspaper on the planet you know even Windows XP had a huge launch Windows 7 was massive Windows 8 I went to the event you know Windows 10 was fairly big and Windows 11's been oh yeah there's Windows 11 yeah, yes, get your beta here, and by the way, you can upgrade now. Yeah, I don't know. It's, but I mean, there's, there's, there's some really cool things in there, and there's some I, nice I things. Think there I think a few things we're still waiting on, but that's all right. There are some things we're waiting on. Now, I must say, since since Microsoft started the Windows Insiders program, and for those of you who don't know, the Windows Insiders program allows you to access early versions of Windows and Office and play with the new features. And, and there's various, what they call rings that you can do. You can do the development ring, which is really dodgy, scary code, all the way up to, you know, just being a couple of months ahead of everybody else. But if you're interested in your operating systems and things, you can do that from your PC. You can go to settings and you can go to windows update and the um if you go just in the menu there you'll find something that says windows insiders and off you go there you go so let's do some features let's do one each let's let's alternate them what's what's your first favorite feature scott my first favorite feature are oh, the, the windows have got round corners really we had to start there, did we? The, we want, the, the, you want something stronger. Um, the, <laughs> the, no, no, no. The, the rounded corners are cool. I like it's 
it's looking at the visual upgrades they've done before you know the move from windows 95 to xp was big the move from windows 3.1 or what was windows yeah, mt4 sorry nt351 to nt4 where they bought in the yes. start menu that was enormous yes. that was a very big change it seems like it's a, it's a nice change it looks aesthetically nice but it's incremental it's not going to scare any of the users away but it, that's right and i think that, and this is good it says that with windows 10 there's a solid working code base now that 11 has come along hey we're just tidying up these bits here we're tidying up some we're adding a few new features here and there but essentially everything's still going to work the same we're just making it a bit easier to use a bit yep. more efficient faster to get things done a bit more secure cool so that brings us to the new start menu Oh, so this yes. is my it's first middle, feature, I think, is the start menu. It's in the middle, and it's super different. Um, it's encouraging you to use search. It's showing you pinned applications. It's recommending applications, but you have to click all apps to get that kind of list of applications that you're used to. Now, they're, they're really, I think what, what I've been doing since Windows 8 and, and what most people are starting to do is if you want to find an application, you touch tap the Windows button and start typing the name of the application, right? That gets you to it really quick. Well, hopefully you haven't got that many applications on your, on your machine that you can't find them. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> no, for sure. So I, I like the start menu. And then as well as the start menu down the bottom right, the action center so ah. the action center is funky so you remember you used to be able to click on the wi-fi button i do remember this apparently you can click on the wi-fi button oh, yeah, I, I think i do you, you, you <laughs> mentioned about clicking on the wi-fi button and i thought you'd actually click on it and gone astray somewhere <laughs> i think i think i had <laughs> I think I'm on a Windows Insider version of Windows 11. This could be fun. Anyway, that, that pops up and allows you to manage flight mode and accessibility and focus mode. And, and I'll talk a bit about focus mode mm. and brightness and volume. And if you're playing music, that will appear there all in one place. That's great. That's great. Oh, i tell you something else I like. Yeah. And this is, um, you, you don't necessarily notice it this much, but, but we, we do a lot of work around security. Uh, a lot of you know, making sure clients are secured and that secure practices are put in place. But part of this is Windows 11 has sort of gone to the next level with security and said, look, there's, you can't really even put it onto older machines that haven't at least got what we call a, um, a, a trusted platform module, TPM. Yes. Now, a, T yep. a TPM is basically like a little hardware security processor that can you know, like store keys in it and store certificates and, and help with the security of your machine. Uh, older machines didn't have it. I think everything in the last, let's say, five years that has sort of been made for Windows would have it. Um, but it also says, hey, I'm here. I'm able to help you secure your machine. I'm because you're running Windows 11, we, at least from an IT point of view, know that, oh, okay, look, at least there's some fundamental security in place for, the, for everybody running it. Yep, security. So there we go. There's, there's one, of, one, of, one of Scott's ones. Secure. I'm doing the fun bits, and Scott's talking about security. <laughs> Let's talk about something else, File Explorer. Oh, yes. Now, or is it File Explorer? Well, you know, it was in your early version, but they fixed that in some yes. updates today, allegedly. Um, but um, File Explorer is all new. 
Um, and it gives you um, different context menus. It looks a little bit different. It allows you to do different stuff. And one of the options it gives you is this new thing called the Windows Terminal. Mm. Built into Windows 11, you could get it in Windows 10, but you had to install it, is the Windows Terminal. And that defaults the command line to be PowerShell, not just the command prompt. Cool. That saves a few clicks. If you're into that, that's that's, yes. that's kind of cool. And so course, certainly we... Now, there was, there was some updates that came out today. And I know that on the very initial release of Windows 11, as soon as we put it on, there were some performance issues in File Explorer, but they mm. seem to have been resolved today. So that's great. Yes, resolved for you. A resolved for resolved you. Resolved for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's nice of them, isn't it? Um, cool. Um, I always, I've always hated the Windows Store, but it's a lot nicer in Windows 11. That's my next feature. Okay, I haven't played around at the store too much yet. Okay, so the store's really cool. Uh, I, I like it. It looks nice. It's it's got easier places to find things. But one of the things you can install on the store, and this is really funky, um, is you can install Linux on Windows. Hmm in something called services uh, SFW. Um, so so uh, I'm trying to remember, I've forgotten the name of it, but um, Linux services for Windows is a, and back in 2000, they, Microsoft bought a company called Interix and Interix kind of offered a full Linux environment in Windows and it didn't kind of work. And, and as they've moved forward, um, uh, services for Linux has grown and grown and grown and grown and grown. Um, and now, it's so cool. You can install an entire copy of Ubuntu, for example, and when you run a graphical app in Linux, it appears on your Windows desktop. Oh, hey, that's nice. Mm. I do like that. So there are some really cool mm. open source, you know, GUI applications in Linux that you can now run in your Windows environment. And therefore, coming not just not here just yet is an extension of that as well. It's the Android applications in the Windows. Android app, that, now, that's that's something. Let's run Android apps on a PC. Which which is which is really, really, really interesting because there's an yes. enormous ecosystem of Android apps. There is, and I always worry about security with Android apps. Uh, but, okay. Yeah, but, but they're not doing the full Google Play Store. They've worked with Amazon, and it's the Amazon Store which is going to be available as part of the Windows Store. And the Amazon Store is a bit stricter than the Google Play Store. Right. Okay, well, that's right. good. So these are apps that will run on things like the Kindle Fire, etc., etc. But if you want to find out more about that, um, something to read about is something called Project Latte, L-A-T-T-E. And Project Latte will tell you all about that if you're interested. Okay. Well, that's all right. Um, what's something else? I, mean, I tell you what, the, um, the, the tablet support. Oh the, man, that's, it's that's a lot yeah. better. Yeah, keyboards that actually work properly, and it's it's always been a bit sort of clunky or not quite there in the past. <laughs> with the, the keyboard pops up and you, you're tapping away in tablet mode, and it's sort of oh now I've got to go back, and it's sort of, yeah, I haven't really thought this through, but oh gee, it's nice now. It is. It is. It reminds me of a proper bought tablet. I, I don't mean that nastily, but uh, no, yeah, no, it's. But it's a, it, yeah. It's always been it's Windows like has been PC first, tablet second, unless you had Windows yeah, 8, and then it was... The developers to use themselves. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, the other one, the settings app. Oh, yes. In Windows yes. 10, settings was kind of half settings, half control panel. It was kind of getting there. Hmm. Um, Windows 11, it's almost totally um, the new settings app. Hmm. 
there is the occasional UI which scares the pants off you, but mainly it's 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 pretty good, and there's there's lots of those things. And yes, control panel's still there, but it's not your primary way of of changing things. So so that's and it's good. moved. It went for a walk. Yes, it's now on that little that little window start bar now. Ah, yes. So settings is no longer down the bottom right where you click on your notifications and go to settings. That's a calendar. That's all gone. You actually have to go to start and then it's right in the middle of your pinned apps. Hmm. Unless you are. Oh, I tell you what, I I put Windows 11 on a a fairly basic laptop. This is like a $400 laptop. It's what we use for testing and just very simple sort of stuff. And it's like a two core processor and bit of memory, nothing flash, but it, it actually works really well. I was surprised. That's cool. So there is a um, so entry-level machines, providing you've got the fundamental modern security support and various things, are actually working quite well with this. Cool. Um, another redesign, Paint. Ooh. Microsoft Paint has been redesigned. Oh, and it, it had... Yeah, it has a few things like some brushes and colors and all sorts of things. But my favorite thing is you can cut out things out of images by drawing around them, which I use to put people's faces on top of other people. That's, that's interesting. I haven't seen that yet. Okay. There you go. Paint, paint is new. Um, so you should go and have a look at that. And there's 3D paint as well, um, which has been around since Windows 10, which you should probably look at too. That's That's kind of cool. I want to see what happens with 3D paint when they actually implement the integration into the uh, the new iPhones with the lidar to actually take the 3D image scanning. Uh, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be pretty funky, absolutely. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's but, a there we go. For another, uh... <laughs> so here's another one. Microsoft's yep. pronoun promise Windows updates will be 40% smaller. Oh, I was wondering when this was going to occur. Mm, so so um, Windows 11. Yes, this is looking at, um, it's a different method of actually doing the update. Yep. So they look at what, if there's like a, let's say there's a, there's a module that might be like, you know, 10 megabytes in size and it gets updated. Previously, you'd actually have to download the entire 10 megabyte module. Now they're looking at which part of that module has changed and we're just going to change those bytes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's crazy tough to do, and I understand the complexity, so that's, that's <laughs> kind of cool. The other thing, Update will tell you if it needs to reboot your machine, it will tell you how long it will take. I've saw that, and it was which is which, Well, which is handy, because then you can go off and, and get a cup of coffee. All right, keeping going. Snapping. Have you played with the new snapping? I don't know if I have yet. Okay, so you can drag Windows into all sorts of different positions just by typing Window Key and Z. Huh. And that allows you to, it brings up a little dialogue, and that allows you to snap your Windows to wherever uh, you want, either vertically, yes. horizontally, 4x4, four 3x3, four, three three, et cetera, et cetera. So if you've got just one or two monitors, it's a way of getting more applications running, and it will do it for you. It's very cool. Okay. Oh, I'll tell you something, though. Aside from all these nice little visual uh, improvements, there have been some performance improvements. Yes, there have. Lots of little ones everywhere. It's not, it's not as if it's like we just made the whole machine faster, but bits and pieces of this, some functions here, some other things here just seem to be a lot snappier and responding quicker than they were before. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Teams Chat's a new add-on to Windows Ooh, 11. That's really cool. It pops out now, like a little chat app. It is. It, it is a little chap app. It's kind of vaguely Teams, but different. Um, and if you ever had Skype before, all your Skype contacts will still be there. 
um, which is really fun because I'm catching Ooh. up with people I haven't seen for forever. Um, but I can kick off a meeting with them and have a chat with them really quickly from the from the Teams chat app, which is just really nice. It's a little personal version Ooh. of Microsoft Teams. And and in your case, for uh, for all your developers, they can go into dark mode. Oh, well, I run dark mode by normal, but dark mode, yes, everything's in dark mode, including Office. So I run I run Word with dark mode turned on. Dude, it's super cool. That sounds great. That's just, the, just what I've been waiting for. Yeah. I was looking so at the, the button on my monitor to turn the brightness down, but look, it's all in dark mode. So you don't have an Android phone, do you? You have an iPhone. No, I have an iPhone. So, That's right. So you wouldn't know about the Your Phone application. I saw it there, but okay. I wasn't quite so what, sure what I was going to do with it. What your phone does is it brings your Android phone onto your desktop. So I want to imagine you you go and plonk yourself down somewhere. You're doing some work. You've got some headphones, uh, like a headset plugged into your laptop. Mm. You can bring your entire phone onto the laptop. So you can see the apps. You can send text messages. You can take calls. You can do everything you can do on your phone. You can now do on your desktop in a little app called your phone. And so your phone sits there on charge and you're controlling everything through your PC. No having to pick up the phone and take a call and do all that kind of stuff. Okay, fair enough. That's so sort that's, of a different approach to things. It is a different approach. It's really, it's really very cool. Um, I've been wanting an app like that for forever, absolutely oh. for forever. So another one you might not have seen. Have you ever played with Windows Clock? A, a little bit. I, I've used it to tell the time. So Windows Clock now has something called focus sessions. So if you say to Windows Clock, "I want to focus for the next hour and a half." You dial it up in there, you hit go, it tells you when to take breaks, it tells you when you're going, and it, it tracks how often you're hitting your daily goal of focus time. And while you're in focus time, it turns off all your things which are bothering you, and if you've got your phone plugged in, it stops people being able to phone you. So it basically puts you into the cone of silence where you can actually get some work done. <laughs> I find it rather ironic that we had to create yet another app to turn off all the distractions <laughs> from all the previous apps that are supposed to be making life better. Yes. <laughs> but it, it's really cool. I, I was using it today. It, it's really, really, really excellent. Um, okay. So voice typing, Windows H. I haven't done that yet. Oh, you must, you must. Um, as well as Word and the Office apps having dictation built in, you can actually yes. do voice typing. So you can actually Windows H and it will type as if as you talk to it. Oh, well, that's not bad. Which you should have a play. I, I, I do that. Um, Is it accurate? It's, it's very good. It's very, very good. Um, there's mm. lots of cool things. Um, there's new wallpapers. Oh, you got me on that one. Yeah, woo, wallpapers and designs <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. The touch keyboard's better. There's HDR. There's, ah, yeah. if you've got the Your Phone app, the clipboard is synchronized between your PC and your phone. Well, that's an interesting concept. I can I can see how you can sort of use that as a yeah, basic you know, note-taking or data collection. I think there's yep. still a way to go, though, with the, the phone integration. We'll see how that goes. Um, but I guess the, the thing is, this this is the initial release of Windows 11, yes. the, the full production version. It's been released in yeah trial and yeah, and beta and test yep. mode before. So we should expect that it yeah it, it 
probably going to be a couple of issues here and there, and they'll get fixed pretty quickly. Um, so, um, but um, yeah, go and have a look at it. It's 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 oh, actually it's quite interesting. It's a lot smoother, just a lot more impressive all round. But I would say if you're looking at new computers and you're mm. a kind of normal Office user, um, Windows on ARM has taken a huge leap forward in this edition. Ah. The 64-bit Windows on ARM layer is now there. Now, okay. ARM offers you significantly longer battery life, allegedly, um, and it's a totally different processor architecture. But apparently, mm. Windows 11 on ARM is supported in 64-bit, and there is a version of 64-bit Office for ARM-based Windows PCs. Well, well, this was the whole ARM um, issue. When it first came out, there was an application support yep. issue. Not all the apps were running. Uh, and part of that was some of the 64-bit apps just didn't have the ability to run either or run emulated. Um, yes. Hmm. Okay. The ARM is very interesting. It is. Um, it, it, it is. I, I, I watched a, um, a, a thing on YouTube this week where they had the guys from ARM back in the 90s, I think late 90s, pitching ARM to Apple. Now, okay. Apple didn't actually go with ARM. Um, but they were they were pitching it. It was fascinating watching the them explain the difference between the Motorola, Intel, and ARM architectures. If you're into that kind of Ooh. thing, which I'm sure not everybody is, but certainly if you're into that, that's very very cool to watch. Yeah. So the uh, ARM, by the way, if you're not sure, is a it's like a, a different process of brand, but it, it's not the same way that Intel does things. They do things differently. Same concepts. They still move data around. They still have you know, instructions that run, but it's a, it's, a, it's a different way of doing things. Much like you'd have a uh, petrol engine, you have a diesel engine. There were rotary engines that started to take off at some point, and now we've got electric cars. Different ways of actually generating the power and moving forward. Arms are just a different CPU type, and it is very efficient used to be used in a lot of the um, the smaller appliances just because it was um, energy efficient. It was more cost effective. You could actually um, get quite a powerful thing, you know, five small firewalls and things. Um, you, you, know, um, you know they sell 5.6 billion ARM chips a year. Mm. Well, it's the whole IoT industry. That, that yes. really and, Intel sort of missed and, that side of it, yes. Yeah, my mobile phone uh, is running ARM. Uh, most mm. Android phones run ARM. So they're they're a very mobile and small and low power device mode sort of uh, sort of chip, and they're very good for that. Yes, yes. absolutely. Mm. There we go. So there's a whirlwind wrap round Windows 11. Yeah, I tell you what, it's a lot faster. I tell you, it's faster to type too. Oh, okay. Well, you're talking. Well, you're talking Windows 11s so are the one two ones instead of a one and then right across the other side of the keyboard to hit zero. So, oh, okay, that's why, you, that's why you have two fingers. But okay, okay, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you should try touch typing. Oh, not the two fingers again. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh well, you know. <laughs> cool. Excellent. Well, that was fun. Um, certainly, um, folks, I hope you enjoyed that. That was another episode of The Wind Down. We do these weekly on a Wednesday afternoon. But we'll, once we've done that, we also publish them as an audio podcast. And they're available on Facebook, YouTube, and the audio podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. And that could be Apple iTunes, um, on the Audible store, on Amazon, um, wherever you get it. So do tune in. Leave us a like, um, subscribe, and do leave us a comment and let us know things you'd like us to have a chat about because we... We could talk about most things, I think, and, and it could be fun to pick up some from some listeners or viewers. But we really appreciate you tuning in and having listened to what we say. Um, and all that's left for me to say is, Scott, thank you so much. 
Nick, thank you very much. Thank cool. you. Uh, and have a great day, everyone. Bye.